the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. As I pondered uh, this gospel reading uh, throughout this week, I came to the conclusion that I think if we could choose one event, one gospel reading, to really be the strength and encouragement that we need during this time, it would actually be this one. And now I don't have an icon of, of this event, uh, the walking on the water, uh, in my office, but I think I'm going to get one because uh, it really seems to me, seems to sum up and provide some great encouragement for us during these times, and really during any time where we feel like we're drowning. Because I don't know about you, but you know, it's it's very uh, short amount of times where we are able to actually be in the boat, the nave, the ark of our salvation, and the rest of the time. We are out there in the world where there are storms, and we feel like, at least I do oftentimes, feel like we're drowning. And so in order to provide for us some, some very concrete and Lord willing, some, some very concise hope and encouragement, what I would like to focus on this morning are the three different sentences that Christ says to the apostles when they see him out there walking on the water, there are three sentences that Christ says that I think we should all ingrain into our beings and, uh, Lord willing, will provide for us encouragement now and in any sort of storm that we're in moving forward. So let's just set the scene again. So we have the disciples, they are out on a boat in the middle of the sea. And there are waves and there's a terrible storm and they're out there by themselves because Christ had said at the beginning of the gospel, it says he made them go out. They probably wanted to stay and make sure that he was taken care of, but he said, no, go, go, go. He dismissed, Christ dismissed the crowds and then he went on to the mountain to pray and the storm comes up during the night. I'm not sure what point during the night, but it's not until the fourth watch of the night that someone begins to come out to the disciples. Now the fourth watch of the night is the last watch of the night. It's about somewhere between 3 and 6 a.m. That's when everybody's sleeping, right? Or at least all of us want to be sleeping during that time. It's very, very late or early. Between 3 and 6 a.m., this figure comes walking out to them, and they think it's a ghost, and they know Christ knows that they're afraid, but he looks out to them, and he, he cries out, Take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. That's the first thing he says. Take heart. Be courageous. Have courage. Have hope. It is I. Do not be afraid. He tells them, take heart. Remember, it is I. Now in English, it sounds kind of like he's saying, hey guys, it's me, Jesus. As he's out there walking on the waters there. But in Greek, actually, the expression that Christ actually says, it is I, is I am. He says to them, take heart, I am. And we know in the Gospel of John, those sayings that he has before Abraham was, I am. He's telling them, be courageous. He who spoke to Moses in the burning bush is here. Be courageous. He who led the people out of Egypt is here. Be courageous. He who led them through the wilderness and into the promised land is here. Be courageous. It is I. And we see that in the, 
in the uh, icons of Christ around his halo, we have those Greek letters that say Ho'on, which in Greek is that I am. It is I. It is I. Take heart. Do not be afraid. How do we not be afraid? Well, our own patron in his uh, epistle says to the people uh, that perfect love casts out all fear. In the icon of St. Anthony over here, we have, I no longer fear God, but I love him. When we are faced with the storms of the world, it is very important for us to remember who God is. That he is the one who not only led the people out of the wilderness, but unlike the apostles who didn't have the resurrection in the rearview mirror, we do. We know that Christ took up his cross. We know that Christ rose from the dead. We know that he ascended into heaven and that he sent his Holy Spirit upon the church to enliven the church and to bring it to be that place which is that safe place for us. So when we're in the midst of the storm, we can hear him say, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid, and then we can show our great and immense love for him. Because look up, look at that icon. That's the icon that reminds us the promise that Christ made when he ascended into heaven. Lo, I am with you always, even to the close of the age. And we have that icon there showing that he is still to come to us. The Pantocrator, the Almighty, Christ the Almighty. And so we love God when we show our love for God, when we fall in love with him because of all of the actions that he has done for us the great ones that we see on the walls, but even the so-called smaller ones that have happened in our life, we are able to take that first sentence of Christ and then not be afraid. St. Herman of Alaska, whose icon is up there in the balcony, we remember him today as well, and on his scroll, and you can't see it from here, even I can't see it from here, but you can walk up there later, it says, from this day, from this hour, from this minute, let us love God above all. And when we do that, we're able to hear in the midst of the storm, take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid, because we trust him, because we love him, because we know that he loved us. And that's that first sentence that he says to the apostles. He says, take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. The second thing that Christ says is one word. He tells Peter, come. He invites him out into the water. That invitation is the invitation that we all need to take and accept. Because so much of the time, at least for me, I can trick myself into believing that I love God. And maybe even saying that I love God. And doing actions that make it appear like I love God. But then when the rubber meets the road, when I'm in the midst of a storm and in the midst of chaos... My willingness to be obedient plummets. But Christ says, come. Because he says, if you love me, Christ says in the Gospel of John, if you love me, you will follow my commandments. And so we accept the invitation of Christ. And Peter showed us what it really means to accept the invitation of Christ in the midst of the storm. Can you imagine how much love and trust that man must have had in Christ to get out of a boat in the middle of a storm? I mean, think of it. He's a, he's a fisherman. So he's not, uh, he's not uh, uh, 
that, that lake is. He knows the danger. He knows that he's much safer on that boat during the storm than climbing over the side of the boat and standing in the water, no matter who it is, at least rationally thinking in his brain. But think about the love and the desire for Christ that St. Peter reveals to us because he actually gets out of the boat and he begins to walk towards Christ. He follows that one-word invitation of Christ, come. And he reveals to us that when we follow the commandments of Christ, when we are actually obedient to him, he shows us what the epistle reading was talking about today, how we are fellow workers with God. And we have this synergistic relationship. And remember that word synergy means that when two things work together, they're actually able to accomplish even more than if the two of them were working by themselves on the same project. And we have Peter doing something that no matter how hard he would have possibly tried, he could have never walked on the water by himself. And yet by following the invitation of Christ, even in the middle of a storm, he is able to walk on water and to be completely safe in the midst of that storm because he was his focus was the love his love and desire for Christ and he was then able to to accept the invitation of Christ and show his following of those commandments and walk out on the water come one word invitation remember another invitation that Christ says Earlier in the Gospel of Matthew, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, for I will give you rest. That invitation as well. We need to hear the invitation of Christ and accept it. Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Come. And one final thing Christ says, after Peter looks away from Christ and he begins to sing, Christ says to him, O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And now that's the question I think that Christ most likely wants to ask me every single day. Why do you doubt? Because I'm selfish. Why do I doubt? Because I'm vain and arrogant. Why do I doubt? Because I don't really trust God as much as I know that I should. If we're being honest, right? Why do we doubt? Even though we have all these things placed before us and we know that Christ is there and we know that he loves us and we know that he desires our salvation over and above everything else. Why do we doubt? Because I want control. Because I want to be able to take the wheel and drive. Because I know what's best in my own selfishness, in my own sinfulness. And so brothers and sisters, we are asked that question, why? of the storm. Why do you doubt? And so we answer it honestly and we repent. And that's what this last sentence of Christ means for us, is to remember that we need to repent and really look at ourselves and say, you're right, why do I doubt? Why do I not accept what God has placed before me? Why do I not see things as an opportunity for my salvation as opposed to something that just brings about bitterness and anger in my heart? Why do I doubt? And so, brothers and sisters, may we take this event, this unbelievable event that we might so often gloss over as an amazing story in the scripture and not something that applies to myself, but have, may we take it as the image of what we 
focus on, especially now during this pandemic, but really during whatever storm comes upon us in our life, and to hear those words of God, those words that he says to the, to the disciples when they were afraid of drowning, when they were afraid that they were not going to be able to make it, he looks at them and he asks them, why do you doubt? And then he says to them, and he says to all of us, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. 